Welcome back to the Markout Movie Podcast. This is your host, Brandon Spavi. Uh, and today I'm traveling back in time to do a movie review of 2002's Ghost Ship. Um, so I'll get right into that, the storyline, my thoughts, the, all the scores, all the usual stuff uh, here at the Markout Movie Podcast. Been a while since I've done a solo review, but I figured I'd go ahead and try to do one here. Uh, cause I hadn't seen this movie in about 18 years actually. So, um, you know, we'll see what I think about it, see what other people thought about it. And if you have not seen it, you may be inspired to watch it. Or if you've seen it and you hated it and you, you'd be like, yeah, that's about right. If that's how I feel, <laughs> that's about right. But in a remote region of the Bering Sea, a boat salvage crew discovers the eerie remains of a grand passenger liner thought lost for more than 40 years but once on board the eerie cavernous ship the crew of the arctic warrior discovers that the decaying vessel is anything but deserted it's home to something more deadly and horrific than anything they've encountered all in their years at sea it was released back in october 22nd 2002 directed by steve beck it's box office uh, on a $20, $20 million budget, made 68. Well, actually, it says 35 million on Box Office Mojo. It says 20. So I'm gonna go, yeah, 35 million. A uh, Box Office, it made 68.3. So it basically broke even. Um, now the scores here is a uh, 5.5 out of 10 on IMDb. Metacritic gives it a 28%, 91% like it on Google. Now, as far as uh, Rotten Tomatoes goes, ooh, not very good. 16% on the tomato meter, and the audience score for this film is 37%. As far as who was in this movie, I won't go through all of the whole cast, but I will name a few people. Uh, Gabriel Byrne, uh, who I believe at the time was coming red hot after playing the devil in End of Days, he plays Murphy. Juliana Margili... Mar I can't pronounce her last name. Plays Epps. Uh, Desmond Harrison from a Wrong Turn plays Ferriman. Isaiah Washington from where well, I know him mostly from his Romeo Must Die plays Greer. Uh, you have a young um, Carl Carl Urban who plays Munder, and that's that's all I'm going to go into. Uh, what did I think of this movie? I tell you what I thought. I'll tell you what I thought first. Okay, so. You know, it's been like 18 years since I've seen this movie, and I remember the hype for this movie. I, I like I vaguely remember it, it had hype uh, by the trailers and everything, and I, I thought this movie did better than it did. Uh, but it is a horror film, so maybe not, but apparently not because you know. Um, but here we go. So I remember the hype for this movie. Everyone, was, everyone I knew was talking about this ghost ship movie. My brother was a big fan of this movie. Uh, I remember watching it thinking it was okay, you know, and I remember, you know, I just recently wanted to go back to something early 2000s and watch it. Um, I picked Ghost Ship. I hadn't seen it in forever. I thought maybe my taste had changed. Maybe I'll like it a little bit more than I did. Um, I will say this about this movie, though. Last year, I believe it was uh, Dark Pictures anthology series started, which if you don't know, uh, they... The, the team behind this created Until Dawn. Uh, so they did Man of Madon about a, essentially a ghost ship. And I was thinking, while playing that game, Sean Ashmore led the voice acting. 
he had all the actors. You know, his face was all over it. Um, the trailers and the poster, and you know, he was the he was the main main star. Um, well, depending on how you play it, he was the main star. He was, you know, marketing wise, he was the star. Uh, but I remember playing this game, and I'm like, this reminds me so much of Ghost Ship, and I had not watched Ghost Ship in forever, but playing the game reminded me so much of Ghost Ship, and watching this movie. I was like, man, this is like so much like Man of Madon, and that they go hand in hand. It's like it's almost like a, a video game remake of Ghost Ship. I, I do think it is better than Ghost Ship. Uh, but I, what, what I like about this movie, though, you, the opening scene is man, that, that that was something. That was one of the best opening scenes in, I would say, in all time horror. Um, I don't know, maybe it's going too far. But it is a really good opening scene. And a lot of people feel that it went downhill after that. Or it was too slow after that. I gotta tell you. I'll be honest. Watching this film. Seeing them you know, get approached uh, to go look for the ship. Uh, that you know, They find out. And they get aboard. I ain't gonna get too hit of myself. When they get aboard it though. Um, they're, they're, they find gold. Right? Just like Man of Madan. You know they found gold. Uh, but they almost hit, they actually do hit the ship. It comes out of nowhere. And I'm like, you know, the suspense level of this movie, it's not there. It, it's, it, it's not, but I'm intrigued by this movie. Uh, I like the storytelling for the most part. Um, it's not really intense. It's not really suspenseful, but I just like that this crew, you know, you know, they learn about this ship. They went down 40 years ago. They go to find it, and you know they find it. They almost, they, it's it almost reminded me of Titanic when they they see the iceberg, iceberg full ahead. You know it's it's like that, it, it, and they hit it. Um, you know, and they end up getting on the board on board. Uh, you know, as it said in the you know the synopsis of this, uh, it, it, the vessels are not. It's eerie. It's something you feel a presence. And uh, you know, you, you the the crew members are seeing things, and I liked all that aspect. The exploring the ship, I love. I thought that's so interesting. That's so cool. Uh, the and it, you know, it's kind of like ghost hunting in 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 a sense. Uh, you you're exploring things, you know, and you're, you some crew members are seeing things, and so I like that aspect of this movie. I actually I love that aspect of this movie. Um, the exploring aspect of it, I, I enjoyed it. Um, then they start seeing things, right? And, you know, and then it's going to kind of cut to, you're going to get to that third act. You know, um, is there a lot of character, before I get to that third act, though, is there a lot of character development? No. No, that's what hurts this movie. And I, I found out, you know, while watching it, this time go around, this final product is not what the cast signed up for. Uh, this was supposed to be like the shining on a ghost ship. That's what essentially it was supposed to be. They were going to turn on each other. And they kind of did that in a sense. Uh, they started to turn on each other because they started seeing things. Um, you know. But, you know, I like that aspect of it too, though. I really like the aspect of what this movie was going for in the first two acts. It's just that third act when it starts to get revealed what actually happened 40 years ago. It's not what happened 40 years ago that I have a major problem with, even though I don't 
really like it. I wish it would have been more of a supernatural presence than what it was. I mean, there's a supernatural presence, but I wish there would have been more, uh, like really frightening stuff or uh, a ghost haunting this ship. Uh, that just wasn't really what it was. Um, but the problem, the main problem I have when all that that scene, that montage is being revealed, they play a rock song. <laughs> There's nothing scary about it. There's nothing suspense about it. It's just, I don't know what they were going for. I, I don't I don't understand. Because it's not in tone with the rest of your movie. The, everything led up to this, that is not the tone right there. When you reveal something, this is a crucial moment in your film. And I'm enjoying it up until this point. I'm probably giving this movie a four out of five at this point. Um, then you go and do that. You know, and you just take it took me right out of the movie, right out. You play that rock song, takes me right out of the movie. And then, you know, you have the ending of uh, the, this, the, the one that's responsible for all this. Um, you know, he, he I mean, if you haven't seen the movie, you haven't seen the movie. I, I, I don't really want to spoil it, but I feel like I kind of got to give something away. I will say it's 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 one of the crew, kinda. It's one of the people there with them um, that's responsible for what happened forty years ago. It's responsible for what's happened for a long time, actually. It just I don't. It reminded me. I don't know. Um, I can't really place the movie or a TV show. Uh, I, I guess I could say it reminds me of a. The ending reminds me of a bad episode of Supernatural. Like you're like, oh god, they went they went so out of the way <laughs> to do that. That was unnecessary. The steps they took to get there, it was so unnecessary. And I have seen some bad supernatural episodes in the later seasons. Um, I think it was season 13. It was like the first eight episodes I did not like. I was like, ugh. But the last like 14, 15 episodes, I I enjoyed. So it kind of made it an okay season. It was the worst season, I think, but I think it made it an okay season. But I really was not a fan of those first thir first eight episodes. So it kind of reminded me, like, you know, you're enjoying something, and it takes you right out. Something just takes you right out. It's like you don't understand what made them go with this music decision. Personally, I don't understand why they went with the music decision. I don't understand why they went in this, you know, this area at all. Uh, you didn't have to. You could have, this could have been an actual ghost ship. You know, I mean, something was haunting the, the ship even then. And that's not the direction they went. And it, I think the film suffers because of that. Um, but I did enjoy it up to that point. And I would say this is up to an hour, an hour, five minute point. I'm enjoying this movie. And the last 20 minutes, I did not. I just, and that sucks. As a horror fan, but as a fan of any film, you're, you're enjoying it until the last 20 minutes, and it, it takes you out, and your score is going to be killed by this. But plus the ending, how it ends, you know, with the survivor in the, the ambulance, and they, she thinks she's killed the presence uh, or the person involved that's responsible for this. And again, there comes another rock song. 
And this actually reminded me of My Bloody Valentine, the remake. When we see Jensen Ackles showing up in a fireman suit, you know, they didn't play the, you know, it just reminded me of that scene, but really hammering down on this rock song. I was like, it was so unnecessary, and it ends with her screaming, and it just, it's like, I guess it was setting up a sequel that was never going to happen, not with her. Uh, she hated this movie. She just owns this movie because uh, it wasn't the film she signed up for. You know, this was supposed to be The Shining on a ghost ship. And if it would have been that, and, you know, for the first hour or so, I could see that being the case. That last act, though, man, it, it, that, that last act kills every bit of momentum this movie had. You know, a lot of people may not like us. And, you know, Rotten Tomatoes hates this movie. The, the, the audience score hates this movie. The Google audience still likes it. Um, but for me, you know, did I enjoy it enough? Am I going to let the last 20 minutes of this movie bring my score down from what I said it was going to be a four to like a one? No, no, not even a two. No, I'm going to give this a positive score because of that first, the buildup. It's just, uh, you know, it culminated in a big mess. But I like the build up to it. And I, I wasn't, you know, I found uh, exploring the ghost ship intriguing. I found the the characters that were trapped on this ship intriguing. Um, you know, never trust a, a <laughs> never trust a woman that's luring you into an area. <laughs> never trust a woman. Ghost or not. Never trust that. Um I mean, it's got it's got some cliches and horror, but you know, I actually enjoyed the setup here. And darn it, man, they ruined it with the the, the final act. Uh, but the setup was good. I thought I, I did not feel it had pacing problems. A lot of people I've read on Letterbots have said that they felt it just took too long to get to its point. I disagree. I felt it moved smoothly. I, I, I didn't think it took too long. I didn't think it was too fast. I thought the pacing was fine uh, at that point. But once you get to the final act, it's all over the place. I mean, it's going way too fast. Um, things are you, you, things are happening you don't even see. Uh, but, you know, obviously this was not the film that the cast signed up for. It was only supposed to be four crew members, and they added two more. Uh and that was Joel Silver's call. So, um, you know, but I like the movie overall. I, I'm going to give it a positive score. I'm going to give it a three out of five on the markout meter. Um, but I could see people not like watching this today and be like, oh. but I like the build up though. I could, but I could see people be like trashing this film because I think it's got like a 2.2 on Letterboxd. I'm not sure. But anyway, I'm giving it a three because I love the build up to it uh, from the beginning, from the first hour, hour and five minutes. I'm, I'm really into. I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it. Um, you know, and but sadly, it didn't hold up after that. Um, the last act went crazy. It just went off the rails, and I hate when that happens. I, I do. I seriously hate when that happens because they got something and then they. But I, I say this was a studio call. I, I'm pretty sure it was Joel Sil Silver's call. And, and at the end of the day, he made this call because he was Joel Silver. Uh, you know, 
you made calls like this. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, I thought it was an entertaining film. It could have been more suspenseful. It could have been most more ghost-driven than it was. But I, I like the crew for the most part. I thought they jailed together for the most part. Um, I wish Gabriel Byrne would have had more to do. Like, uh, it kind of he was the captain. He played the, like a cliche captain. I'll tell you one thing, though. When he's talking in the beginning, uh, I get this Quint from Jaws vibe from him. I feel like he's, he, he's, he's, uh, he, you know, he, he's, he's getting a presence from Robert Shaw or something. He's channeling Quint there. I, I never had seen it before. I never felt that before, but I felt that the, the other night when I was watching it, that he was channeling Quint. So that, that was something um i never thought i would see that uh on screen again and i didn't notice it the first time around but yeah but that that's my thoughts on ghost ship uh if you enjoyed it let us know if you, if you hated this movie which a lot of people do let us know let us know in the comment section on our facebook page uh, at the market movie podcast or send us a voice message on here at anchor um let us know what you're thinking if you have any request for us let us know uh, uh come on i mean we've only got one request so far uh but let us know what you're thinking let, if you're enjoying our content let us know what you want to listen to we're here for you but anyway i'm brandon spivey and i will try to come back tomorrow and do a quick review of stuff i missed while i was away like designate survivor season two and three i did finish those I'll try to do a quick episode of what have I been reading lately because uh, I read a few books while I was away. Uh, but um, I don't. I think Aaron's going to try to do Shudder and Horror this, this week. I think he said The Burning, but I could be wrong. Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, I know he mentioned The Burning. He mentioned something else too. Uh, but I was thinking he was leaning towards The Burning if he was going to have time to do it. But stay tuned to this Friday's episode. Um, we go back to Jurassic Park. Uh, so that's going to be a fun field adventure right there. Talking about that movie. And not just the movie itself. But the impact Jurassic Park's had on us as fans. The, the franchise is still going. I mean, it's just going to be fun to talk about Jurassic Park. It's going to be fun to go back to the park. Uh, it's, gonna be, it's just going to be fun. It's always fun to head back to Jurassic Park. You know, it's, it's always fun. So it's a blast. So, but anyway, this has been Brandon Spivey from the Mark Out Movie Podcast, marking out with you today. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed this review of Ghost Ship, whether you agreed, disagreed, kind of neutral, whatever. Hopefully you enjoyed my thoughts on the film. Maybe you see it a different way now, or maybe you're like, no, nah, this movie sucked, dude. <laughs> you know, but it, regardless of what you think, um, thank you for listening. Brandon Spivey here, and I'll see you next time.